Hey, it's B. Leave a message. Hey, I was just calling to see if you were free for a little chat, but I am sure I will talk to you soon. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back, or welcome to, if you're new, our podcast before we go. I am one of your hosts, B. Hey, you guys, it's Chels, and super stoked about today's topic. We are going to be able to talk about friendship. Super relevant to us, me being my literal best friend, soulmate, wife. So I'm really, really looking forward to diving into this one with you. Well, do you want to start? with a question that you've prepared? Yeah, I can start with a question. My question is, how did our friendship start in your perspective? I remember being in class together. It probably was like social studies or something, but I remember it was you, me, and this other girl sitting at this one table, and I always felt like a little bit on the outside, but you made sure to like pull me back in. And I just remember thinking, like, I've never had someone do that for me the way I, I always felt like I would, I would do that for people, make sure other people were included. And it was kind of the first time that I felt that being done for me. I wish you could see my face right now. Really? I did not know that. And I also don't remember this. Well, what do you remember? Not much. I would say the first thing I can recall, the cafeteria lunch tables. I think you were friends with people that I knew and somehow I sat at your table. I remember when we were talking that I was like, this is going to be my best friend. Um, that was literally it. I literally you remember what it was at all. I don't remember our conversation, but it was during a time where I just really needed a person. And I thought about it a lot. And I noticed that everyone had these best friends. And I never felt like I had a person for myself or just a best friend relationship that was inseparable, kind of like you just knew nothing was ever going to happen to you guys and nothing can separate you. I just really, it was really on my mind. And then the moment I remember at the lunch tables, I was like, this is that person. I know it is. And it was just this gut feeling. And I'm really big on intuition. So I just kind of knew from that moment. And then ever since, I never really questioned it. I just, I knew. And then here we are. That's so sweet. I didn't know it was like, a, I need my person. And then all of a sudden, you're like, wait, you're my person. Are you ready for a question from me? Not really. What do you think makes a good friend or what are you looking for in like someone you would be compatible with as far as friendship goes? What I look for in a friend, I would relate to what I look for in people. Yeah. I would say loyalty, honesty, and a good heart. A lot of my experiences are through intuition. What do you look for? I really admire how you hold loyalty so high knowing you like you die for the people around you you know you would over and over no questions asked I think personally I want loyalty I, I think I think mine would sit highest with a good heart if you had to number them I would order it as a good heart followed by loyalty and then honesty third because to be truthful there are some things I don't need to know that probably would like benefit me to be honest like a white lie yeah I'm fine with a white lie. 
if if you don't want if you don't want me to know, sometimes if it's something that'll affect me, I'd rather not know. Should I set us back on track with a question? I would love a question. You ready for this one? Oh no. You see, I I was and then you really had to say it like that. And now I'm concerned about what you're going to ask me. All right. Question. Yes. Do you regret not putting yourself out there to make more friendships? Or do you believe good friendships will come to you? I don't think, I don't think I regret not putting myself out there. I think more than anything, especially if we're talking about like, I don't know. In the past few years, I felt like I'm I'm just fine at making friends. Like I know what I'm attracting and as far as like energy and like people and personalities goes, I love I love the people in my life. But in terms of regret towards not making other friends, I don't think I regret not making more friends. I I think everything has happened the way that I've needed it to. And I have the people in my life that I've needed in my life and relationships have fizzled that have needed to fizzle. And I have the people around me that I need in this phase of my life. I choose to the best I can to like keep as many of those that I love in it. So I guess I would say no, I don't regret not making more friends. How about this? I'm ready. Do you believe good friendships will come to you? Or do you think you have to work for that in the beginning at least? Yeah, I think good friendships will come to you if you are being a good friend or if you are putting that energy out there or if you are making the effort. I don't believe that good things are just going to happen because you want them to. You know, like a friendship isn't one-sided and it'll never be. Like it's never just you somehow getting a great friend and benefiting from this amazing person and then also being able to not reciprocate that and leave them out to dry. I think the only reason I felt so hesitant about this question is because I think of me, maybe especially in high school, I was super self-isolated. I mean, I had a great group of friends. We were super close-knit, right? I mean, I still talk to some of these girls today, right? And they're like some of the closest that we have in our lives. But I regret not feeling more more confident in who I was and the person I am and the love that I have for people. And I wish that I was more comfortable in my own skin to be able to put that out there because who knows, maybe maybe there are more friends that like I could have not could have had or like should have had in my life, but just like more love to be had. Okay. You know, something that stuck out to me while you were saying that was that friendships, good friendships will come to you if you're a good friend. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I'm thinking if you're a good friend or if you're a good person and not that this is on topic of friendship, but what defines a good person? As far as good person goes, just being a decent human being, you know, and then it's like, well, what's a decent human being? I don't know. Just like a a kind person like it's it's not a lot to ask for someone to be kind or to be accepting or to be welcoming you know and I think it's not so much like in terms of how I was saying oh you're just like if you're a good friend you'll have good friends because it's not necessarily true some people will take advantage of you so I guess it's more just along the lines of being a a good person in addition to being a good friend and being able to recognize who can be that person for you as well Okay. Yeah? Does that does that kind of make sense? Are we following? I think it makes sense, but I wasn't following. Great. 
which is not a good friend on my part. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> so <laughs> maybe I'm just not a decent person. Oh my gosh, enough. So I'm going to leave that there because I completely <laughs> blanked out. And I do believe, knowing Charles, that it probably made sense. Should I set us back on track with another question? Yeah. What do you think makes a friendship last? I would say more so than any other companionship I've had, whether that be relationship or friendships, I have viewed you as relationship. If I don't talk to you for a couple days, if I don't talk to you for a year, I still know that if I, I, this is it. When we weren't speaking, I knew that if I picked up my phone and I called you and I said I needed you, you would be there, no questions asked. A hundred and trillion percent. That's why it's always been like we are in a relationship. You are my person. This is a friendship, but it's been so much deeper than that because of the not so much reliance, but like the person that you are allows me to put that trust in you and be able to rely on you more so than just a friend. Can I compare that to what you said, but compared to a partner? Yeah. To be truthful, I don't think there are many differences. I would say in our relationship versus the relationship that I have currently with my mans, I think the separation between us is obviously our preference when it comes to a sexual partner. But I think that it's a good thing to have people in your life that you're meant to live out with and then people you turn to. And I think it's always been just kind of an unspoken rule for us that we are each other's person. Well, spoken and unspoken. I mean, hi, we've said it like 800 times, but you're my person and that I do have the love of my life and I can't wait for you to have that too. If anyone has a best friend that is their person, if you know what I mean, you know what just, I mean. You get it. You get it. Okay. It's hard to explain. Period blank. You got two categories. Sexual love, your person. You can decide they're one person. We just have it both. Anyway, I have two questions for you. One at a time, please. Oh, but they're both so good. Do you think that your personal love language plays a role in the kind of friends that you look for? Let me start with, I do not know my love language. Really? Yes. Have you not like taken those little love language like quizzes kind of stuff? I think I did once, but I didn't really resonate with what my results were. Okay. And honestly, I've always thought I'm just a different category that just doesn't exist. That's fair. But I also took it and received results that I was like, this is stupid. This is not me. So maybe it's just like the tests are dumb. But I think out of the five top ones being words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, acts of service, and receiving gifts, I feel like you would sit more towards like an acts of service kind of person. Are we talking friendship or partner? Partner. Partner, I think I would be physical touch. Really? shocking yeah i wouldn't i would not see that i don't think anyone would surprise surprise in general speaking friendship or just anyone else 
Gosh, my partner's so special. He's the only one. He really is. You're generally speaking for anyone else, friendship or otherwise, um, not including partner, I would say probably acts of service. What would you say that entails though? See, in my mind, I would envision like you guys being together and him saying or like you saying, I'm super busy today. I don't I don't have time to get this, this and this done and him going, OK, I'll run to the store. Just give me a list and let me take care of it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is kryptonite right there. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. if I had a lot of my plate or whatever the case and someone someone that's near and dear to my heart said, I'll do this for you. I think it really depends on who it is because I'm very independent in that sense where I need to be the one doing it. I'm like, no, I got this. Don't worry about it. Like I will do it and you leave me alone. But if it was someone very special that I'm okay with letting them do that, there's the kryptonite. Like imagine the night before you're like, I have so much to do before tomorrow. I have to go do this. I have to do this. You wake up. It's done. That would have been a dream come true for this holiday season. Oh, would it? <laughs> I probably would have wept with joy, okay? And I don't weep. You don't. I have a question. What do you think my two top love languages are? Honestly, I feel like it could definitely be all of them. Your very words of affirmation, you would be equally as turned on with acts of service. Gifts, I think you do love gifts reasonably. If someone spends too much money on you, it's not that you don't like the gift or anything, but you get uncomfortable by that. Quality time, you are a very in-person person person, all the time, okay? In-person person. person. This woman. Here here comes the funny thing because where this is true, I think I'm a quality time with friends person because, because. How much do you hang out with the Boog? I hang out with them all the time. But if I'm feeling distant from him and I stop by and I like grab lunch with him, I still feel distant. You know what I mean? Whereas if I'm, if he, like, I think my two top ones, physical touch and words of affirmation in my relationship with him. I think friends, I need quality time and words of affirmation. However, all of them apply, everybody. Physical touch, she's huge on physical touch. Words Mm -hmm. of affirmation, huge. Acts of service, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, what a turn on. Gifts reasonable but still love i mean if someone bought this woman a house not complaining not (laughs) complaining but if you bought her a new phone she's i think she'd be a little hesitant i'd be like why'd you give me a phone like that's like a lot of money but if you buy her flowers receiving gifts like like flowers or a a coffee that's that's an act of service i mean okay here's the thing Mm. Coffee, maybe more service, but flowers, I would say flowers are a gift than a service. I don't think it's a service to bring someone flowers. I think it's a gift. I think this is going too deep into (laughs) the love language episode that we are hoping to do one day. Okay, well, guys, I don't think we're going to be able to do that anymore. I feel like love language is important, relationship and friendship, no? I would say this being the topic of friendship, Mm -hmm. my love language for friendship. See, here's the thing. I'm back to I'm I'm not in these categories. Mm -hmm. I think my love language with friendship coincides with uh, my morals as a person. I just don't resonate when it comes to friendship, I think. Do you, what do you think? See, I think as far as friendship goes from you, because when you hear quality time, that sounds like spending like an afternoon together or the day together or a weekend. I feel like you're fine seeing your friends on special occasions 
or more casual events instead of like designated girls weekend or like something like big and grand. You're more about like the in-between, which is why I feel like you sit more along quality time. I do love big and grand. However, more intimate is definitely my thing. I definitely, I would say I like to see people one-on-one more than groups. Not saying I don't enjoy group settings, but I think I like to just focus on one person. And it's hard for me to focus on multiple people at the same time. And bringing it back to you explaining earlier how I reached out to make you feel more comfortable when you remember first meeting me, that's the same thing. It's hard for me to focus on multiple people because I want everyone to feel included. That could be from own experience. Not too sure. But definitely for friendships, if you say quality time isn't necessarily in person or doing grand things or trips or anything one-on-one or whatever if you said that was more like spending time on a phone call for an entire day I could do that yeah I I think quality time is more about the in-betweens over the grand gesture especially when it comes to friendships back to friendships would you like another question do you have one do I have a question let me tell you no are you nervous See, now I am because you had to say it like that. I'm like really scared now. What? Why are you speaking? I'm just letting you have your moment of silence. Okay, thanks. I'm ready now. How are you feeling? I'm ready. I'm ready. My question is, what do you imagine your life looking like without your person or your friend in it? I think that a life without... In, in my mind, I'm viewing my person as Boog and, mm, well, he's like my love and you're my person. This topic is about friendship. A world without you. Or a friend. Or a friend. Would you say everything you feel now and imagining that not existing or being the complete opposite, would you say that could answer that question of how that would feel or take it as you will? Options. We love the options. I just, I think imagining my life without my person would be, I don't think I'd be able to be myself. Like I I would feel much more subdued. Yeah. Like, like almost like I've settled because I I think I live a lot of my life making like what I would say are safer choices. But your person makes you take the riskier ones it's not even like the riskier ones i would say like like without you i'd never have the drive to to do this to have a podcast to to be investing into this time into ourselves into our future to to even think that doing this is possible i just i think that there's so much i would be scared of doing alone codependency but are we surprised Hi, my name is Kelsey, and I have codependency problems. I'm kidding. I would just like to say I'm kidding, and there's nothing wrong with being codependent. It just so happens that I'm that person. It just so happens that I can say that about Chelsea, and it is not a negative. It's not, though. If I if I had the option to live life on my own completely easy, give me the million dollars a month, let me live the lavish life, absolutely would never, never in a million years pick that. Never. If someone came up and told me my life would be set forever, I live by myself, everything's taken care of. Never. I wouldn't. I would I would choose this life over and over and over again. 
just to have you in it. Me, on the other hand, you're like, so how much are we talking monthly? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Is she? I don't know. I'm definitely thinking about it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You would second guess it, but you no. value your alone time. I really do. My regen time. Mm. Mm. She said social battery takes about 24 hours. Social battery takes years, okay? <laughs> if you know, you know. If someone told me that I could have anything I wanted, be set for life, I would not choose that. I think there's multiple reasons for that. One being Chels. However, I also strongly believe that's no way to live. Yeah. And I could not live like that because that is no way to live, in my opinion. If anyone else chooses that, no judgment whatsoever. Hey, I wish I could. I wish I could as well. But I'm almost like I could not do that because I could not leave my friends, my people behind like that. It feels like I'm abandoning the people in my life. And whether those people need me or not, I want to let them know that I am there for them constantly. And I could not just pick up and leave and have mm -hmm. this amazing life if I left people behind that may or may not need me. So I would say no. I would say, I don't know if I would stretch it as far as I would rather have nothing, but it's pretty close to that. Yeah. But you wouldn't make that choice knowing that you would leave people behind. I would not make that choice knowing that I would leave people behind. No, I wouldn't. But I do love my loneliness. Imagine how much you could read. Oh. She's like, on second thoughts. Yeah, you're really making me doubt my decisions, but Ooh. I'm definitely firm in my choices. So one more question to just kind of wrap up our friendship discussion. I feel like we've gotten a lot out of this um, and what kind of we value in friendships and what we look for in friends and how we became each other's friends in the first place and now people and just meant to be in each other's lives, I guess, if you want to put it like that. I would like to know if you consider your friends family. One thousand percent. Good. No good answer. <laughs> Are you kidding? I think, in my opinion, blood ties mean a lot, but that does not mean friendships do not mean as much as blood ties. I believe friends can wholly be family and you do not need to be related to be family. It definitely, for me, has to do with who you are as a person or whatever the case. You know, maybe you were there when I was at my lowest of my low. You will always be family to me. I don't necessarily know if that needs to be said to my friends that I consider family, but I 100% believe that friends can be family. I couldn't have said it better myself. Would you like to try? No, I mean, like, it, it's just that kind of understanding where, of course, we got our blood ties, but let's not forget about our soul ties. Am I right? On the next episode of Soul Ties. And next, we'll discuss soul ties and love languages. I wish. Maybe. I mean, Soul Ties would be a great episode to do. It has a lot to do with friendships and the relationships that we all kind of come into contact with. Because I think the idea that you can have someone in your life who means so much to you and them just disappear like they've played a purpose and they don't touch anything anymore isn't, that's, that, that doesn't sit right with me. You know what I mean? Anywho. Thank you to everyone who may or may not be listening, who might happen to come across our podcast in the future. We thank you an incredible amount. We hope you enjoyed this episode on friendship. And if you are feeling lonely in this weary world, we are here for you. And we hope that you never forget that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for 
opening that door into our home away from home and stay a little while, if you will. Thank you guys so much for listening today. Um, I hope that giving us a little bit of a listen has maybe made your day a little bit brighter or kind of helped you through whatever you might be going through or just given you a little smile. But again, thank you from the bottom of our hearts to anyone out there who's taking their time to sit and have a little chat with us. Sending all the love to you and yours. Bye, everybody. Bye. It's Chels. Leave a message. Thanks. Hey, I got your message. Does Sunday work for you?